2: Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Dr Who Rewatch podcast brought to you by Another Happy Studios. A Christie-style murder mystery with a buzzing twist. This is The Unicorn and the Wasp. Whee! It's Docky Who time! Hello everyone, my name's Nathan, welcome to Still Got Legs, the only Doctor Who podcast in the world. Lawrence, how the devil are you? Because you are my companion who comes across this journey with me, and I always say that, and I always remember to say
1: that. That's certainly true, Nathan. I'm very, very well, uh, during my travels in time and space, Uh, a Doctor Who reference. How about you? Docky Who! (laughs) We came in with high energy, but the truth is we've just recorded another podcast, so we made, I don't know, this may dip off. Just stick with us for a bit. And and whose fault is that, Lawrence? Uh, partially yours, but then mine.
2: Mostly yours. I'll accept this.
1: Yeah. Because, in
2: <laughs> because my, I initially delayed the recording of our first one, but, yeah. I, I, but that would have been delayed to yesterday or something. But then That's you true, hit yeah. me with the... Oh, we'll do it tomorrow. But then today you hit me with the oh we'll 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 do it. We'll do two back to back. We'll we'll bank them together. We will
1: bank them. But look, it's yeah. okay. We're here now. We're doing them both. We're in the home stretch. This is the last one we have to record tonight.
2: Well, the last one you have to record tonight. Oh, I've I've said too much.
1: Anyway, um
2: let's move on. Um the joke is I have a secret podcast thing. With you the ood, know, I know this. Yeah, it's Nathan and the Ood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um Lawrence, what, what what's going on? Do we have banter? <laughs> do we have banter? Do we have witty banter or do we? Yeah, get I've been thrown it?
1: off as well. I can't really I know. remember how these oh. normally open.
2: I never. I tell you what, we have done. We have now seen two episodes of the uh, the 60th anniversary special. We have um, We were by the time this comes out, the third and final one will have aired, and um, presumably. David Tennant will have regenerated into Shuity Gatwer, and there'll mm-hmm. be a new Doctor and a, a new uh, era, I guess. I don't know. There'll be, there'll be new things afoot. So yes, but but we don't know what that is yet.
1: It is by the time this comes out, it will have been a hella exciting time to be a Doctor yeah. Who fan.
2: Oh, we haven't actually talked about, just in our personal lives, we didn't talk about what Blue blew yonder.
1: No, we we I mean I think we like we had like one text about it, but then you were busy and I was busy and everything else yeah i really liked wild blue yonder and i'm well, really I've, glad it wasn't like fucking I've, avengers Endgame* for doctor who
2: i've bleeped all that out because no no no, no one can know until three years time <laughs> we, no that makes sense we cannot re- no it's it's okay i also enjoyed it. it was it was it was it caught me so off guard because yeah it was a very secretive episode and it was it purposefully kept quiet and not what I expected at all, but in the best way. It was mm. so fucking bizarre, but so amazingly Doctor Who yeah. in every respect. It's, which was
1: the creep levels have returned. Weird shit yeah. is back. Yeah. And um and, and technically you know, people can groan at this if you want, but you technically got a multi doctor story. There were two doctors on the screen. You did. The the whole thing was like Russell was teasing, like uh Wild Blue
2: Yonder starring David Tennant, Catherine Tate and redacted 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 and it turns out that those redacted were David Tennant, Catherine yeah. Tate and uh unfortunately well not unfortunately Bernard Cribbins who um mm. is, is unfortunately his last performance in, oh, in uh, Doctor Who that has been confirmed that is that's the final time we uh, we'll see him, unfortunately
1: and what a time as well. I, I'm even like, I don't know how they'll write it into the next episode. This has already gone mm. out to people that, how did, how did they do it? Let us know. <laughs> 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 this is how time works. Um, but I, I don't even care. Like, even if it yeah. doesn't fit, if suddenly Wilf is just not in the scene, like, I'm just so glad that they put that scene in. Yeah. Like fucking Bernard Cribbins, man. What a man. And seeing all like the tributes to him on, on Unleashed after and on Russell's yeah. Instagram. Oh, got me, got me. Charged. Heartbreaking, <laughs>
2: Heartbreak. Yeah, same. Um, and ne- um, I'm very excited to see the the final part of this uh this trilogy. Is it were, the 60th trilogy? Because um, I don't know if you saw this, Lawrence, but there's mm. some exciting news which has. I'm not going to say what it is, but and you're and if you do know, you're not going to say what it is. Number, no, yeah. There's there's a possibility. Of something, and nothing's confirmed, but there's a possibility of something truly exciting. And um
1: I agree. And uh, next week we'll, we'll, <laughs> well, we'll have a lot to discuss, possibly. <laughs> so Nathan just cut something, but we're on the same page, and it's incredibly exciting stuff. We're, we're very excited. Yes, we are. We are indeed. Yes. Um, but Nathan, before we get to that, and a long time before we get to talking about any of that. We are currently on what? Where are we at?
2: Lawrence, we are currently making our way through the revival era. And I don't know if you know this, but we're up to series four, episode seven. It's called The Unicorn and the Wasp. It's directed by Graham Harper and it's written by a cunt.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> it really is written <laughs> by an irredeemable fuck face of a person. Yes,
2: And I'm not going to say their name, because fuck them. Fuck them. Anyway, you love this episode. This is your favourite one, and you've often said how you love the way it's written, and you love every intricate detail about it. So let's discuss. No, hang on. (laughs) You praise the writing at every opportunity. No, I didn't. I didn't. (laughs) So... So let's uh, let's discuss your love of this episode, Lawrence.
1: But, but hang on. Before we talk about anything to do with this episode, Nathan, I want to ask you as a friend and as the co-host of this show, who should have a say in how things are handled. Okay. I do have some good things to say about this particular episode. How do I distinguish this? Because... you got to be true to yourself. Don't, no, don't say that, because what if I'm <laughs> terrible? Yeah, you just got to be true to yourself. Okay. You can... Look, you. You can be nice to the episode, okay? I, right, here's look. Something, I genuinely wrote this down because I was prepared to make a, a point before <laughs> okay. saying it, right? Lawrence there
2: is, such... is uh, standing up in the House of Commons. He's ready to deliver his statement uh, as to why he does not deserve to be cancelled.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> so... really quickly, let me just speed run this because I don't want to give this airtime, but I need <laughs> to say it. Otherwise, I'll feel really gross saying good things about the episode. Right? Okay. I think the statement of separating art from an artist is cowardly and despicable, and I think it's normally just people not being able to let go of things they enjoy at the price of someone else's pain.
2: I somewhat agree with that. I I, I personally find it very hard to separate art from artists. I can't do it, personally. No. I, no matter how hard I try, like and and it proves it by my thoughts on this episode, because like uh, I watching this episode, I was just like, the stuff I would normally enjoy, I'm just like mm. it. It's, sours it's things. It casts
1: 100%. A cloud over stuff. Yeah,
2: a hundred percent has. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but what,
1: what I will say, just so that I don't feel <clears> terrible <throat> when I can sleep at night, is I feel particularly disgusting about supporting something where there is still a financial component involved. When there is, for example, one of the, one of the world's most terrible people right now in on the online space uh, is the creator of a little gay wizard television uh, a gay wizard film series and books, yes. and, and
2: soon to be television series oh yeah
1: that's also coming maybe yeah.
2: apparently we'll see but
1: i don't like supporting harry potter as a brand as an ip i love those yeah. stories i grew up with those stories as most people my age did they have a fondness yeah. to me but i don't feel comfortable passing over money and giving any of my time or energy to actively enjoying new things that come about from that, especially in ways that will still put money in the pocket of someone I detest.
2: I used to fucking love Harry Potter, man. Harry Potter was my fucking jam. It was like one of the big three in star Wars, doctor who, Harry Potter. Those are my things. It was genuinely one of my favorite franchises. Um, and I'm, and now it's, it's, it's dead to me. Mm. it's it's awful and there are parts of it i miss but i just i can't like fucking i just can't go back to it because of like just the way i feel about that particular person and and i'm not saying anyone who who like does go back to it you're bad because because you're not like i wish i could i wish i could still enjoy parts of it it's it's just that i i find it difficult to do that like i said i really struggle separating art from artists and it's it's I don't know it's it's a weird thing really.
1: There's there's also a person like Nathan said there's a personal kind of it, it does come down to the the consumer as an individual as well. Like I do know people that still actively enjoy Harry Potter films and that's that's fine. They're not hmm. bad people at heart. I, I'm not, not at all not suggesting at all. that in any way in any way shape or form. It comes down to like because I have read as much as I've read about it and I feel in a position where I'm fairly informed on where certain money goes to what what certain income and profit from warner brothers paying out to that creator where that goes and how it's spread to kind of spread hate and it goes to hateful causes that promote horrible things i don't agree with it's i don't know i feel like when there's that level of financial obligation involved in it i don't i don't feel comfortable myself enjoying that world and content anymore um I feel a lot more comfortable enjoying this as an episode because the unicorn and the wasp from season four of Doctor Who doesn't scream untapped profit potential. Like it's not. <laughs> no. no one is like throwing money for like. <laughs> Where is the unicorn and the wasp sequel? No. Like and Oops. and also that writer has now been largely unemployed and cast out from his industry as a laughing stock.
2: I went on his IMDb. There's nothing from like 2017 or later. So yeah. like Mate, hmm.
1: I, I went on his I went on his Twitter profile just to see. I I just wanted to. Cover some bases so that we. He's a fucker. I also yeah. went on his Twitter yeah, profile, I, I, but also I didn't. I didn't want to come here and be like uninformed about it, and I didn't want to yeah. start blowing smoke f- for in any direction. Um, I'd like to light a fucking bomb under his ass, but like it's it, it, you just need to see his pin tweet to know what kind of a man he is, and yeah. Any praise before we g- get on, and we will in one second. Any praise <laughs> is purely dedicated to the people that work in this. Very unapologetically progressive show. Yes. the cast and crew of people that want to move the needle forward.
2: And a, a show which has has always been progressive as well. Yeah. It's not suddenly progressive. It's not suddenly woke. <laughs> and everything Nathan, everything, like everything
1: is suddenly woke. Princess well, Leia was a famously damsel in distress character. I yes. don't know if you know that. <laughs>
2: yeah, now she's woke. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, it, it's a, it always has been a progressive show. Um, and and and. Yeah, and if you are no, whatever. Um. Anyway, let's let's get into your favorite episode of all time.
1: <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> so... <laughs> I do. Like, unironically, I do quite enjoy this episode. I think. Okay. Like, as first, as... Uh,
2: actually, I will say first of all, um, the writer of this, and he's got a few more episodes coming up, so that's going to be fun. But he also wrote the Shakespeare Code, which was awful. So that makes sense. Oh, really? Yeah. And all makes sense. sense sense Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And it makes sense with that
2: one line as well. Now that you think about it.
1: Oh my god! (laughs) They've been in cahoots this whole time.
2: (laughs) They planned it from the beginning.
1: Despicable individuals. (laughs) They they knew the way the world was headed. It was there in front of us the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) That is the real Shakespeare code. (laughs) Uh, uh, Transphobia. Who, a who done guessed? it? It was them two. <laughs> Transphobia. Um, <or> who done it? <laughs> Ryan Johnson Knives <laughs> out mystery. Hey, um, they
2: will bring my man Ryan into this. He's clean. Okay, he
1: is very clean and good on him. Um, yeah. A good egg. Listen, this is obviously leading. I like it when Doctor Who leans into a genre. I like it when they go. This episode is deeply unserious, and yeah. it's, and it's we're doing a thing. We're doing a satire and a parody. yeah what i also like is it that it's like as an episode in itself it's like somewhat competent at doing the parody like committing to the tropes of a parody like i know it's fucking baby's first mystery i get that it very much is yeah yeah but like it it leans into the right (laughs) amount of satire but also the right amount of like when you watch this as a child which is you know largely an intended audience yeah um you watch this as like a child or young adult it 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 is like a good little Agatha Christie murder mystery. Where watching it now as an actual adult, you can see that there are clues littered throughout it, and it becomes painfully obvious. Um, but you know, it. I don't know. I, I think it. I think it's very good at doing a bit of parody and satire, but also like not poking too much fun at it. It's not like vampires suck. It mm. also has a bit of respect for the genre. It's taking the piss. It's not out like of. what. Remember vampires suck? The Twilight rip off. It was like the the what what were all the Oh, mo- like the scary movies? movie yeah. sort of thing. Yeah.
2: Um no, yeah, I never saw that.
1: No, it was bad. Um but what <clears> do you what do you think about it? This is your favorite episode and you love the writing, you said.
2: No, never once have i said that and, uh, not
1: even before all of this
2: yeah and, uh, and i never will
1: um
2: this Lawrence, i think we had an email uh from someone last week forgive me uh for not remembering who it was from but someone said uh they they'd watched ahead for a few episodes they'd watched. i think they'd watched all of season four and they were said um i think they said no duds in series four and um may i present exhibit a to the court oh no really (laughs)
1: yeah well this is a stinker for you
2: yeah it's not a stinker there's some fun moments don't get me wrong Mm. um but for the most part i do not enjoy this episode and again disclaimer part of that is me being soured and unable to separate our from ours i'll be 100 percent honest with that that has very i am very biased when i say that i do have a bias um, but as well, I just, I don't know, I just wasn't enjoying it. My first no is, and this will give you an idea of my headspace off to a bad
1: start with a doctor wearing his ugly brown suit. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we can do, uh, it's not quite suit talk. We can do outfit talk. If you like. We
2: can do outfit talk. So, Catherine uh, Donna initially emerges from the TARDIS wearing a lovely pink sort of mm. like uh, blouse situation with like a waist belt. Um, but then when they realise they're in 1920s, she uh, has a little outfit change. What do you think of her little flap address?
1: I like her flap address, but I also I think too. the Doctor is largely unpredictable, because not just last week was he kind of scoffing at Donna's womanly woes. And yet here he is being like, you look lovely yeah
2: it is a genuinely nice moment where she comes out of the tardis and he's and she goes flapper or slapper good line in itself um but when he then goes flapper you look lovely i was like that's nice
1: it's sweet right yeah i i've i've said it to mates and stuff like you know like sometimes you can feel really gross paying someone a compliment because yeah the world we live in and how most of the time it is gross um what do you mean to, no, to like to pay a friend a compliment.
2: Why is it gross to pay a friend a compliment?
1: Because a lot of the time, women rightfully so have a guard up because they're they're terrified of incoming compliments. And I, I would say you from like,
2: if it's unwarranted, it, no, it depends on the compliment. If it's like, "Hey, nice tits," then yeah, like that <laughs> oh, yeah. is horrible. <laughs> but if like, "Oh, you have a really nice smile, I don't think they're going to be like,
1: "Back off, creep." Oh no, uh, but I. But then I still think there's an element of like and. Obviously, we're the people to discuss this. Yeah, Um, because
2: we're the authority on women. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. And how they should feel. Um, No, but like, even like, there are some like nice guy TMs out there that would be like, "You have a really nice smile." But that the motive behind that is sleep with me, please. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But
2: uh, yeah, I don't
1: know. Anyway, long way of saying (laughs) this is purely platonic, and it feels nice. I still
2: don't. I just just jumping off. I still don't think it's gross to pay a friend a compliment.
1: No, but once it, sometimes you can feel a bit like, "Oh, should I have said that? That feels a bit weird.
2: I guess it depends on your relationship with the person as well. Like, yeah. Like a friend. I wouldn't feel weird about well, that.
1: No, but people are always on edge around me because I'm such a creep. So that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
2: Why it, did I say that about myself? In no way would it be weird or gross if I paid your wife a compliment because she's a very good friend of mine.
1: Oh, hang on so. a minute. She's married, mate, so you need to settle down. <laughs> I knew her before you. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite joke of all time. What do you, that doesn't mean anything. I'm married. I saw to her. her first, <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> um, what I the, the the doctor sniffs out the ear, Nathan. He goes. He has a big sniff and he goes. Yeah. probably the 1920s. This.
2: Yeah. Has he done this before? I don't think he has. I don't think he's ever. I think he might have licked. Yeah, he might have done the old the finger lick the finger in the air yeah. thing. You know, like when you check which way the wind is going.
1: Indeed. Yeah, yeah, he might he might have done that. I do like that Donna immediately is like it's probably the vintage car that gave it away though, isn't it? Just like I am <laughs> yeah. not impressed by you. This yeah. is not impressive. Yeah,
2: <laughs> did you uh, did you watch Confidential?
1: I didn't. Know.
2: No, no. What, what what is a fun little thing is that at that opening scene in like the the little garden party sort of thing. Well, not the opening scene because there's a bit before that which I guess we'll discuss. But at, at the little garden party thing, one of the the guys serving drinks is David Tennant's dad.
1: Oh, no, shut! Up, really?
2: Yeah. David. It, you mean just, from
1: the NTA uh, yeah. a- awards acceptance video fame?
2: Yeah, from yes, the very same. That famous. the The only thing he's known for. Um, yeah, <laughs> he he just came down to to set just to visit David, and, and they were like, "Oh, we're actually short a cast member. Do you want to do you want to jump in?" And he was like,
1: "Amazing!
2: Yeah." <laughs> so. So that's a bit of fun. That's a good. I bit love. Of fun. I love
1: how like old and Scottish David Tennant's dad is. He's, he's great. Very, yeah, he's very like yeah, sort of the earth bloke. Isn't he? You know, he's a reverend. Is he really?
2: Yeah, yeah. He's a reverend. Yeah, he's talked about it a bit on his podcast. But yeah, I he's a, Or he reverend. was a reverend. I think he's retired. Well, <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, he's probably like his son could be at retirement age almost. So like, no, he's in his fifties. He's no spring chicken that's true he's not well um, you wouldn't know it to look at him you're right I'm, no i don't know what's going on i'm having a babies. i understand um lady edison nathan is welcoming various guests she's having a little party at her manor
2: may we um go take it back to the opening scene please uh professor peach
1: <laughs> hate Probably that yes hate that okay (laughs) yeah it's a it's a bit like i spoke earlier about how this episode is like somewhat respectful of the genre it's parodying the first five minutes you gotta just forgive you gotta get through it
2: i know it's it's doctor who and it's camp and it's like but (laughs) to me that's that's two on the nose that's it's like when um when we did the lazarus experiment and we and we realised the guy was actually called Lazarus. And we we're like, surely not. Surely like it's just like that's the name of the project. Or yeah. like surely his name isn't actually Lazarus, but no, it is. And uh, I don't know. May he, just... well, he may
1: as well be walking around called Professor Young Fucking Scorpion Boy or
2: something. Exactly. Exactly. It's it it's just one of those things where it's it's just too on the nose for me, and I'm like just hate that. Um, yeah. But anyway, he's not around for long because he gets killed. He because... gets killed
1: by Reverend Wasp.
2: What, Lawrence Spoiler alert! <laughs> no, but they're
1: here. They know this, right? We Spoilers! G- get over
2: it. Uh, um, Alright, so, but here's what I have. Um, the He gets killed by the Wasp.
1: Reverend Wasp, please. Re-
2: no, I refuse until it's revealed. <laughs> he's re- Okay. okay. <laughs> he gets killed by the mysterious Wasp, who we don't know who it is. Um, but... He gets killed with a lead
1: pipe. Like, I, I put this down.
2: Why why is the wasp killing him with a leg Well, you've got a giant fucking stinger, mate, and you're hitting him across the head. And don't tell me it's because like, oh, the wasp doesn't want to be discovered. Because like the next time he like goes to kill someone, he's like,
1: "Look at me, I'm a big wasp." yeah he's buzzing outside the window like, "Fucking open the curtains, it's me, I'm a wasp exactly' so, like he's not trying to hide
2: himself or whatever.
1: Nathan, the thrill is in the chase. he obviously wants to be seen and and chased i look, I, I, I don't know it's silly and I, and I, I laughed at this as well because it, there is a, an element of it where like maybe he's bringing the lead pipe, but he might not be able to turn into a wasp. It might be like he mm. might fall short at the moment and then go, fuck, I've got to do this the old fashioned way. But then he turns into a wasp and then we yeah. still see the lead pipe shadow.
2: Yeah, it's it's the fact that we see the shadow of him, of his little wasp arm gripping the pipe yeah. and like going to swing it. it and is... there's a
1: reason we see that in shadow. As
2: yes. Well. What is that because what does that look like?
1: Yeah, because like <laughs> he doesn't have thumbs or whatever. He can't actually hold that. And also at no point does that wasp interact with a real life element. No, like,
2: because because he yeah, can't. He <laughs> can't. You take one look at it, and you're like, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> there's no way.
1: <laughs> Check that out. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. So he there's a what I quite like as well is the um, is what's his name Professor Peach? Is that his name?
2: Yeah, Professor Peach. Yes. Professor the Peach. Yeah. yeah. The,
1: the, the more I say that, I hate that. Yeah. Um, there, there is there is a fun quality of like it's it's he's obviously talking to a camera operator because they're doing a POV shot yes the killer so that we don't know who it is uh, and it's very like you're about to get murdered dude it's yeah. so blazing like the camera walks a bit closer to him and he goes he goes oh i'm just shuffling through my papers whoa you made me jump oh what are you oh it's only you what are you doing why have you got a lead pipe it's like, ah! you know, it's, like <laughs> it's like the episode of
2: the simpsons where, where mr burns gets shot <laughs> and like the idea was, and it was a big reveal because it was who shot Mr. Burns. That was the name of the episode. And oh, okay. it was the whole thing. Like it, the season ended with Mr. Burns getting shot. And the way it happened was at the end, he's like, Ah you it's you what are you doing here and it's all very vague so like it's purposefully you don't know who it is and it's all direct to camera and yeah. it was it was the exact like the parody of it. it's like ah oh, it's you the man or woman who was here to kill me it's all just very just non-committal, and you know
1: yeah it wouldn't yeah. kill one of these people that got murdered to be like oh reverend stop <laughs> yeah exactly so we're in on it um, no, but I've got a note that just says, even before the sting, there's a party, there's a mystery, there's a murderer, and in Doctor Who fashion, the murderer is an alien. Like, this is, there's yeah. ingredients here that make for a good, I don't know if it's all good, but it, it it's there's not. great potential here.
2: I know, it's not.
1: <laughs> okay, well, that's not what you say. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, Nathan, I've got a note that says the doctor drinks a lime and soda, which I would say is the drink of two people, non-drinkers and cheap cunts. <laughs> okay. nope I, I can say this. I worked in a bar for five years. If you drink a lime and soda, you're detestable. We don't like you. Maybe he just doesn't
2: want to drink on the job.
1: I, yeah, I put this. Like I, I was thinking, there's an mm. element of like he's got a clean head here. Like, yeah,
2: exactly. Well, to be fair, he doesn't know there's a mystery afoot foot uh, yet. To be fair, but he's always Um, on
1: a job if he lands somewhere, he's on a job.
2: Yeah, I know. You're never just like, oh, just a nice, chill one, is it? You're (laughs) never
1: surprised when something goes wrong. Yeah, (laughs) no,
2: there's always going to be shenanigans afoot. Okay, he's in Doctor Who,
1: (laughs) yeah,
2: he knows what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what what does Donna order?
1: Uh, she she orders like she it's a nickname, she has a nickname for a drink. Yeah,
2: she gets, I think, she gets an alcoholic bev. But, she
1: definitely does. It's like a name for cocktail. Like I don't. It's not this, but like in the vein of something like oh, a corkscrew, or like like it, there's two words that are obviously a cocktail. Drink. A sex on the beach, let's say. Donna says, "I want a sex on the beach." Please. The
2: funniest name of a cocktail. Yeah. Just objectively, way. just the funniest cocktail. <laughs> it it is. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. nothing
1: funnier than a grown man laughing about it while he orders it too. Yeah. Can I have a. <laughs> <laughs> a sex on the beach. We used to catch we used to catch people out with that. And this isn't <laughs> funny either, but it would yeah. bring like some joy to serving like wasted old men yeah. that think they're really funny. They go, got to have a sex on the beach, and I go, And what would you like to drink? And they're, and they're, and all of their mates go, Oh, gay! he called
2: <laughs> <Yay>! you gay. <laughs>
1: you know what? When I was on holiday, um,
2: one of the cocktails on offer, well, uh, at the resort I stayed at was a, a sex. It was an all inclusive resort. So that was one of the the cocktails included in the all inclusive package. Um, yeah. But I specifically never ordered it because I didn't want to go to the bar and say, can I have a sex on the beach? Really? Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt awkward about it. I just didn't want to say that. So I was like, Oh, I'll have a Cuba Libra, please.
1: <laughs> I remember you saying the Cuba Libras, yeah. I had a lot of Cuba Libras. That sounds rum based. Would I be <laughs> it correct? is,
2: yeah. It was basically rum and
1: coke. Um, yeah. But it's nice. But, um, you know. It had a name that made it accessible to be £9 or something.
2: No, <laughs> well, it, it was all inclusive. It was exotic.
1: No, but, like, if you were to buy a Cuba Libra over a yeah. rum and coke, one is three quid and one is nine.
2: Like, yeah, yeah, probably.
1: And they're the same drink. Yeah, um, but anyway, yeah. The doctor is drinking a drink that no bartender ever likes to serve because it's irritating, uh, and you never get the right amount of lime or soda to the person's preference. My... <laughs> Nathan's hot take alert: <laughs> Nathan probably pisses off some people. Alert! Yeah, I bartenders need to shut up. <laughs> okay, yeah, go on. I, I there's a part of me that agrees, but show your are working.
2: Because there's whenever you, like you talk to a bartender and you're guilty of this, there's like always an element of like oh, you're making me do my job? Oh! Like I've never not had a conversation with a bartender where they're talking about work and they're just like complaining about people ordering drinks because that's the drink they want, man. All right,
1: I I will say that's I I get your point. It yeah. is, but now picture it where people come to the bar and it's busy and you're a bartender and I'm a customer and there are plenty of people that need a drink and there are two of you behind a bar that yeah. is like shoulder to shoulder packed and yeah. you've got this guy who pushes his way to the front and goes, hello mate, can I get a? Um... Oh, all right, I need a, I need two uh, rum and cokes, but one of them's a diet coke. And can we have a diet coke as well? And uh, Tracy, what do you want? Tra- hang on, one sec. I don't hang on. Where's All Tracy? Right, yeah,
2: but there's a difference between like bad customer etiquette and then yeah. like a customer just ordering drinks. But because it's busy, that's the world's worst inconvenience.
1: I I agree, but once you get past a certain point, I think after six months on the job, it's just you're right. You're allowed. You're allowed to hate everyone.
2: Yeah, oh, no, you absolutely are. But I think there's also an element of. Don't complain about it
1: because I look, I'm not looking. They don't have to have a conversation with me. I don't want to talk. Yeah. I didn't. I don't do this job anymore. But when they talk to me, they're like, "How's your night going?" I'm like, "Look at me and assess. <laughs> you, you tell me how yes. you think it's going and what you think you're going to get back from this. It's like if someone is about to punch a wall, levels of stress. Then you go, "Oh, what are you, what are you so worked up for? Get yeah. out my fucking face and have a drink and go away."
2: Guinness is a big one. I always complain about.
1: Yeah, because. People always order it last, and it's a drink that takes like five minutes to make. That's that's the big thing. They always order it it last. Anyway, fucking let's (laughs) move on. You get me. PTSD is just fucking flooding into my mind. Never order a Guinness from Lawrence because he will kill you. Indeed, and never invite Felicity Jones to a party, Nathan. Felicity
2: Jones is here.
1: She's like, hello, it's me, Felicity Jones. She's like hello, this is my regular voice, and later on, I will debut another voice. Yeah, that's what she says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was quite surprised at how much she gave the game away. What uh, I don't understand is, like, what is this
2: party? What, what What's going on? Because it seems to be mm. just, like, people who don't really know each other, just, like, thrown together, but only, like, four or five people, which seems like a really small number for a party. Yeah, um, for a then, meet and
1: greet, you want a bigger group than you.
2: Yeah, and they're just like, like, oh, this person is a socialite. Like, what does that mean? They just like go to parties in London, I guess. And that is loves 1920s
1: them. culture, though. There were people that were rich and just darted from one party to another. I've seen, seen The Great Gatsby. Yeah, we've all seen The Great Gatsby. Obviously. We all read it in English. Um, yeah. I, I actually didn't. I was one of the stupid ones that did of mice yeah. and men instead. You didn't.
2: No, you, you wouldn't. You, you read Greg
1: Gatsby in uh, any level, English, which you... Oh, read, I didn't uh, do... Yeah, I didn't do that. Yeah, there you go. Because I was cool when I already knew how to speak, so... <laughs> it's
2: English not, literature,
1: not <laughs> English language. Not a brag, but I already could speak fluent English, so... I just explained it's English literature, <laughs> not English language. Uh, I can read. Anyway, um... so <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a weird it's a weird group it seemingly it seemingly is a family gathering plus agatha christie and a jewel thief no one knows and a reverend and a, and a, and the local reverend, yeah, yeah, the local reverend, yeah, <laughs> yeah, who that's just, ha- true. Also, just happens to be the secret son as well, like, <laughs> yeah, so a
2: family gathering, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Felicity Jones and Agatha Christie, which is like, yeah. yeah, it's basically like they're having a family party, but then they have gone. Oh, let's invite Agatha Christie, that famous writer, and then that woman in London who goes to a lot of parties because she seems cool.
1: Yeah, we've heard about str- her on the yeah. papers or something, yeah. It I, um, seems strange. I do like that there's more kitchen staff than there are guests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how the kitchen staff seems to be having a better party as well, <laughs> like while cooking. <laughs> so.
2: Right, so so who are, who have we got for this murder mystery then? So we've got, well, I guess we would have had Professor Peach, but, mm, but he's, he's, so so. That, yeah, he's dead now, so fuck him. Yeah. Um, all right, so we've got the Reverend, who there's nothing suspicious about at all. No. We've got Felicity Jones, who's yes. very normal. Yeah. Um we have got Lady Edmonton. Is it Edi- Edmonton? Edison. Edison, who can act. We've got <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> You fucking
1: you coming in hot
2: today, I, you're brutal. Um, we've got uh the the son who Well Lady is... Edison's
1: husband first. Oh we got Lady Edison's husband who is in a wheelchair and definitely needs it. Yeah, um, and he's not Mister Edison because like the name gets passed down through her, not him. Is he not Mister Edison? No, he's. They they make a point. It's like one off the cuff line, and it doesn't matter. All right, don't worry about We're it. We're calling him Mister Edison.
2: Yeah, I'll call him Mister Edison. Yeah. We got Mister Edison, um, and then we got Master Edison. I guess the little mm. boy who yeah. is a hundred percent
1: straight. It was a hundred
2: percent straight, yeah. and then we've got the like the waiter boy who's like also 100% straight also 100% straight and not in a relationship with the sun yeah,
1: yeah. no 100 there's nothing going on there whatsoever yeah um it's, so, it's very uh, and agatha christie herself is and
2: there. then yes and finally we then have Agatha Christie. It, I'll tell you what, that's, that's a, a bit of a good scene where like, she comes up and she's like, and this one needs no introduction, so I won't bother giving her one, which seems weird, but alright. Yeah. Um, that's norm- that's like,
1: normally just a polite thing to say before you actually introduce someone. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. Yeah. You you usually follow that up with an actual introduction. you know. But then Agatha has to do it herself, I guess. Yeah. Uh, then she goes to Donna, Agatha Christie, and then they have the reaction. That's a good bit of fun. I don't mind that. I do like Donna's. Like, what about her? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's that, me. Oh, it's what? Me? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, that's a, that's um, a bit of fun. No, it's very, very good. Um, yeah. I, I like that in this scene. There's kind of just like it's just a bit of like we're, you, yeah, we're British. We've been to these parties before. Our mum and dads have had little social events that we just didn't want to be at. Yeah, and like not these parties. Like no one was serving little like fucking I don't know little uh, little finger sandwiches and everything else. But like. It, you've had polite chit-chat before and everyone's just kind of summing up the local gossip. You know, there's a the unicorn, there is a there is a jewel thief uh, who is definitely a man uh, and they've been snatching pearls. Uh, well, who else would it be, even, Lawrence? Well, exactly, yeah. It could only be a man. Um, there is... Well, <laughs> something I quite enjoy is um, Lady Edison's son, Master Edison, uh, and Davenport, the waiter, uh, who are, like... They're obviously very, like... They're interested in one another. They're staring each other out, right? They're giving each other the look. I and think they're I, more than interested. I think they're straight up. I think they're fucking...
2: They Well, they clearly are. They're in the room together a little bit later. <laughs> um,
1: but I like that the Doctor... There's like a little <clears throat> scene where Agatha Christie is just chatting to the Doctor and Donna, but the Doctor's just like absentmindedly scanning the room. And he clocks it, and he's like... Huh. And like it's not a, it's not even like a narrative point. He just sees it, and I like David Tennant is just like he's always doing a little bit extra in a scene.
2: Well, uh, both the Doctor and Donna notice it because Donna says like, "What you say is like, um, every, like, <sighs> something like every bus runs on the other lane, or something like, something like that, but not that, like,
1: oh, what, like a what? Just the euphemism for being gay?
2: Yeah, yeah, like all oh. the good ones are gay, basically, all the oh, hot ones I are gay. See. Yeah."
1: She goes, that is a euphemism for being gay. That's
2: what she says, yeah. She says, <laughs> that's an apt and not at all offensive <laughs> euphemism for being
1: gay. <laughs> um, I, I, I like that Donna, and I don't know, maybe this is a silly point, but Donna is impressed that mastermind writer Agatha Christie notices a lack of wedding ring. They do their joke, they do their recurring gag of, oh no, we're not married. And she goes, yeah, I know there's do. no wedding yeah. ring going on.
2: Go, I got a note that says couple joke strikes
1: again. Exactly, it does. Um, but I quite like that Donna is like, oh, that and that's bloody, that's why you're the best. Donna, you yeah. noticed the exact same thing on Martha not some weeks ago. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
2: but like, but you would you would be impressed by that though. Like it, it's the it's the novelty <laughs> of it. It's the novelty of the fact that it's Agatha Christie. And like you know, like, yeah. It it's like if, you know, like Gordon Ramsay made you a ham sandwich and there was nothing special about it, it was just a basic ham sandwich, and we were like, oh. You go like you'd you'd be impressed just Whoa, by the novelty. The of it. level
1: of this batoki, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Batoki home. Bataki <laughs> home. Um, Nathan, I don't know if you are aware of this, but the doctor checks the newspaper. Um, yes, that, that has not been crudely made on Photoshop, um, and it is the date that Agatha Christie was uh, found out that her husband was one having an affair, and two, it was also the day that she went missing for ten days in her car. This is a. I like this. I like it when they incorporate some real life mystery stuff. Yes, That happens.
2: I did mean to to look into this and to, to read up on the actual mystery and get a sense of it. Uh but I forgot. <laughs> so I I didn't do that. Um but yeah, she disappeared.
1: She did, and I don't know what happened. I don't I still don't mm. I still don't think it's a proven thing. Um uh, no, she disappeared. No, she disappeared, but I don't think it's ever been Confirm what happened or what went on. <laughs>
2: it's never been confirmed that she was chased by a giant wasp. No, That's it's that, that. No,
1: believe it or not, this is uh, an imagining. This is, this oh. is so they. Wow. What they did is they took the framework of a true to life thing. This isn't uh, a documentary. No, no, no. I, I, this sort of shocked me as well. This isn't you're, found footage. You're not going to get this. But Peter Capaldi also wasn't in Pompeii. What? I uh, know. Look, you I, are I hate to my be dick. the ones to tell you. Once this. again. <laughs> um no, I like it, right? This is the kind of shit that just this this itches like a certain part of my brain. I clapped in Loki when uh when Loki was just DB Cooper for no reason. Um Cause I don't know, okay, just, okay, I like but, it when things are addressed in a show.
2: Did you clap in Loki because Loki was DB Cooper and you like that? Or did you clap in Loki because Loki was D.B. Cooper and you listened to the Do Go On episode on D.B. Cooper. No,
1: I knew who D.B. Cooper was before the Do Go On episode. I didn't. No, I, look, I think my dad had like mentioned him in passing, but I was always in awe of this this man who just stole from a bank, didn't hurt anyone in the process, and then went, peace, <laughs> and was just yeah. gone forever.
2: Didn't physically hurt anyone. You could argue this emotional trauma there's
1: definitely emotional trauma but like when you're going after the banks there's collateral damage Right? it is what it is <laughs> oh, and he's cool and this is what they talk about in the Dugo on episode as well he's mm. cool he's got he sunglasses is. and a, like a slim fit black suit he's cool
2: he's obviously loki he's yeah.
1: obviously loki <laughs> yeah um but yeah i i like that i like it when a show does that um the doctor checks um professor yeah Peaches. no I-
2: no, sorry. Sorry to interrupt him, but yeah, no, I actually do like it when like they like link into to real life things. I think there's a few examples of Doctor Who doing that. Um which I can't remember. Off the top of my head, but yeah. yeah but it's it's, I, a,
1: it's a time travel show and when it yeah, when it roots itself in something that actually happened, and there is room for creative storytelling here because it's a mystery. Yeah, 100% so they can fill in the gap. And now for a, there's a weird subsection of Agatha Christie fans that also watch Doctor Who going, huh, every time they think about that little 10-day gap where she was unaccounted for. Um, yeah, I like it. And I also like that the Doctor knows that he's in a murder mystery because he's checking watches for time of death, which is something I don't think he's ever done before.
2: No, I don't... <laughs> it's, it's because the watch conveniently broke the exact moment he died watches um, always break when people yeah, yeah. slump
1: to the floor nathan i don't know if you know this
2: they famously uh, work by measuring your heartbeat and as soon as that stops they stop so yeah <laughs> that's that's how they work um no um yeah that that seemed a little bit dumb to me but whatever
1: yeah but it, it's, it's, it's all very, dumb it's it's yeah it's it's a trope of of a murder mystery, right? Of it's, course, yeah.
2: It's we're forty-two thing. minutes into this, and we're still right at the beginning.
1: Yeah, but look, we're we doing that these days, right? <laughs> And we had to do a big disclaimer at the start.
2: We did have to do a big disclaimer, yeah,
1: because the world sucks. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, it does, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I like that this this straight away is like Donna. Donna is straight away like she doesn't get wrapped up in the Agatha Christie of it all. She's very practical as Donna can be, uh, and she's like someone else is wrong here, like because Agatha Christie. I understand this is a setting from an agatha christie book type situation
2: she's like doesn't this seem a bit weird like yeah it's it's basically an agatha christie plot with yeah. agatha christie here like that doesn't seem weird to you and he's yeah. like it happens more than you think <laughs> like, yeah
1: and it, yeah it is thwarted by the fact that she's like that's like seeing charles, charles dickens, dickens <laughs> with ghosts at christmas and the Doctor is like, that was a bad episode. Um, <laughs> yes. But no, I, but she's right. She's right to point out that like Agatha Christie writes fiction. This is not yeah. something that happens to her in her life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it' very, very good. Um, what do you make of Agatha Christie like in this as a character?
2: I think she's good. I think she's yeah. good. I like the actress who plays her. She does mm-hmm. a good job, I think. Um, yeah, well... No issues with the character,
1: I guess. She's she's very, like, straight-laced. I quite enjoy that about her. She's yeah. very, like... The Doctor's like, whoa, doing a little mystery, whoa, being <laughs> the Doctor. And she's like, are you having fun? This is weird. Yeah. Stop.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we have the scene where they're like... I think the Doctor's like... I don't know. He seems a bit eager to like turn it into an Agatha Christie mystery. Like <laughs> he he seems to be like, oh let's lean into this we might as well. Let's let's go all out the whole hog, you know? Cuz yeah. like as soon as they they have the, you know, the the murder is revealed and stuff. He's like, right, I'm Inspector fucking Doctor from Scotland Yard, and this is Donna Noble, the plucky young woman who helps me out. Yeah. Um, now we're going to be doing separate interviews in the drawing room with all of you. <laughs> yeah. um, I hated those interviews, man.
1: I uh, love an, a little alibi
2: montage. See, I like this it. is the It was it was too. <laughs> and, and again, this is where it's the whole fucking bias thing comes in. But uh, I don't know. It was too just goofy and slapstick, and <laughs> l- we're all having a laugh for me. It was just so well, yeah. let's let's write some jokes, you know.
1: It was, it, and it, like it, it, why I, I like this. This is a good scene. Typically, like fucking Mr.
2: Edison's in his fucking drawing room, looking at fucking old timey porn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my note a... says uh, this is all a bit silly notable inclusions are that Felicity Jones has a gun, Lady, Edis- Lady Edison is, flash- uh, is flask drinking and husband Edison is having one off the wrist um, so... <laughs> Kim hell. But he wasn't though. He was just what? He was just looking at it. That's weirder, right? right <laughs> that me, is weirder. Yeah. Let me tell you about a story that I wish was a lie.
2: Oh fucking! Uh, there we go.
1: No, 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 it's nothing. It's nothing too bad. Let's play
2: a cool. game. All the ends. Will this be cut or will this stay in? <laughs> no, no, I
1: think there's it's <laughs> nothing wrong with this, right? I was once walking to school, uh, to from my house to the bus stop. Right? No, and I had to just stand around and wait because I, along the road that I walk across, was um, a road where my mate joined me and we both went to the bus stop together. Yeah. Um, I very much like picked him up along the way on my walk. Um, And across the road, I could just see into the window of a person. And like I do, I just people watch, right? Everyone just looks at people. Yeah. That's that's what happens. It's natural. Um, And I saw what I, and I can't be certain, but I saw this man on his computer and he was like no joke just watching porn right but not like i couldn't see any like curtains open yeah like 7 a.m maybe eight right just fucking watching porn and i was like i can't see he he wasn't he didn't seem to be for lack of a better phrase enjoying himself it just (laughs) seemed to be like i would go and watch a tv show He was enjoying some casual porn at 8am.
2: Watching it like he would watch the morning news. Yeah. Just.
1: And I, and I like genuinely, I, I, what I hate is that by the time, like by the time that my friend had come out, it had stopped. And I had no one to celebrate this story.
2: Have you considered that maybe they wasn't watching porn? They was just watching like a TV show with like a raunchy sex scene, but you just happened to look at the screen at the wrong time. It's like when like, Mm. I was very conscious of watching like Game of Thrones like at uni because (laughs) like anyone who was walking past my room at uni would just hear like you know like the the sounds of sex basically and they'd think I was watching porn. But I'm like I'm not watching porn. I just want to shout that out just for everyone who's walking past. I'm not watching (laughs) porn. I'm watching Game of Thrones.
1: Okay, (laughs) (laughs) maybe this was the case, but it looked like. It looked suspicious. And also, like, you watch a, you, If you're watching something, firstly, you don't watch it on your desktop computer if you're a grown adult in your house, do you? Like. You well, watch, what era was this? This was. This would have been. I don't know, I guess, like 2010, 2009, maybe? Oh,
2: yeah, you would have then. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Put the smartphone era wasn't. That wasn't true. The yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, look, we can never be sure. But if that <clears> man's <throat> listening, you're a pervert. Um, get him but arrest him get him uh, anyway yeah so look this is the, this is like the scene in um you know the fun scene in knives out where don john where jamie lee curtis is like you're not gonna you're not gonna trick me into talking foolish about my family and it cuts to don johnson being like walt doesn't know shit <laughs> yeah but that's actually good Lawrence. <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> yeah, there's not a flashback within a flashback to like yeah. a sexual fantasy, I guess. Yeah,
2: and it's it's just that like everyone's like alibi, and then what they was actually doing is just so over the top. And it's like when Lady Edison is like having a drink from her flask; it's not just like. Such a little drink. She's like, yeah.
1: you know, it's... and she's, she's like, there's no one around that like she could just be having a drink, but she's like checking over both shoulders. Exactly. And it's, and it's like, I hope no one sees my sneaky mask. <laughs>
2: yeah. She's also in her own home. Like <laughs> you're allowed. Uh, yeah. You can have a drink. Like you, you employ these people. Like <laughs> who cares
1: what they think, man? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's hiding. <sighs> a pro- I mean, it's stashed in her purse. It might be like a, She might have a problem. I think it's implied that she has an an unhealthy relationship with alcohol. Uh, Yeah. yeah. But she does seem remarkably sober throughout the rest of the the episodes. She does. But
2: (laughs) also bad at acting. Um, So (laughs) uh, what what else happens, Lawrence? Uh,
1: There is a room in the house that has been locked for 40 years.
2: Why has it been locked for 40 years, Lawrence?
1: Because of malaria. (laughs)
2: Because Lady Edison
1: gave birth to a wasp. She did. and She was like, I have a wasp, son.
2: Yeah.
1: And I can't handle this, so I'm going to send him to an orphanage.
2: But we don't find that out yet. We'll find that out later.
1: No, but for the time being, we are under the assumption that she had malaria and hid in the room for six months. Yeah. Um, This is all very... What a gambit. (laughs) (laughs) Very much so.
2: And, like, why just lock up the room and just let it go dusty? Like... Is there like some significance? Do you like? Uh, I do think you it's have like a sentimental
1: thing? Like, oh, I don't want to look at that. I gave my baby up that was born in that room. Ah,
2: get over it. I reckon.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, forty years. <laughs> yeah. You could like fucking someone could live in that. You could get some rent. I, I mean, they're not short of a penny, but like, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's seemingly like three of them that live in this house.
2: Yeah, plus the staff.
1: Yeah, that's true. But maybe they're just hosting all the time. Hosting these people that they don't know. That's true, Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's hard to say. But Nathan, uh, pretty much immediately after we get that little explanation um, about what's been going on in that, Donna's having a little poke about, she's having a mooch, trying to work the case with her magnifying glass. Um, Donna gets
2: attacked by the wasp, is what you're trying to say.
1: Yes, big CGI wasp. Um, Yeah. I think this is our first look at the wasp. No, we do get one very brief glimpse in the murder pre-sting
2: oh yes we do yes I apologise yeah. but I this apologize. is this
1: is full body wasp this is yeah. wasp time Yeah,
2: this is where like we first properly get to to see and know the wasp
1: Um, yeah. anyway it's time for bigger wasp
2: Okay, <laughs> it's time for wasp talk
1: what Strap do you think in. about the wasp and his look and the fact that he's not real
2: I mean it's a wasp I can't fault <laughs> him for that he looks like a wasp
1: I think it has, I think they were very ambitious in it moving around, because it has, maybe, and maybe this was, like, the 480p resolution or whatever, but, like, it has possibly the most dodgy case of motion blur I've ever seen.
2: Do you know what's interesting? Um, Again, just going back to the most recent 60th anniversary special, Wild Blue Yonder, it's, um, there there was, like, quite a bit of talk afterwards about how, like, certain parts of it were filmed on green screen and like it, and then people were like <laughs> oh <No. laughs> yeah but people were like oh it was a great episode but the the effects were so bad like it looked so dodgy and i'm and i'm like seeing these reactions and stuff and i'm like you have no idea how lucky you have it like <laughs> yeah. if if this is bad like cgi to mm-hmm. you then I'm I'm, just, I'm there, like smoking a cigarette in the trenches. Like <laughs> you, you don't know, man. You weren't there. You you don't understand what the, the bad CGI is until
1: you've seen the nesting consciousness. <laughs> I don't, don't want to hear it, quite frankly.
2: Exactly. Um. But, but yes, like it's it's quite bad. I will say, as a wasp itself, <laughs> it looks okay. Yeah. But it's just when it's then composited into a room with other people and they expect me to believe that it's there
1: and Catherine tate has no reference of where it is
2: there's no eyeline point of view or anything like that it's just
1: as with all doctor who cgi yes i i find it frustrating when it's just noticeable for no reason I I have no problem with a big swing and a dodgy CGI. I'd rather... It's a time travel show with aliens. I want to yeah. see a big wasp. If it has to look a bit shit, then fuck who yeah. cares. Yeah. We'll
2: see a big wasp.
1: Yeah, exactly. So
2: um, I love um, a big wasp.
1: Yeah, big wasp. It's big there. wasp. And, oh, look, uh, I
2: like I like the idea of a big wasp. That's one of those things where it's like, it's so Doctor Who and camp and dumb. And I'm yeah. like, sure, why not? You know, the classic series, we had, like, big crabs and spiders and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So why not have a big fucking wasp in there as well? Yeah. Like, And who wasp. likes wasps? Everyone hates wasps. Because they're shit, and they don't do fuck all, apart from scare you and, mm-hmm. like, ruin everything.
1: You got uh, any traumatic wasp childhood stories?
2: No, but, like... I'm, I am definitely afraid of wasps uh, yeah, okay I can't stand them, yeah. to the point where like I'm not like gonna I'm not one of those people who like when I see a wasp I like freak out and run away or anything like that I like I like hold my ground and I'm one of those who kind of stays still and just tries to avoid catching it and getting its attention as yeah. much as possible basically but like I think it's the fact that i I have been stung by a wasp. But it hasn't been since I was like three years old or something like that. Oh, okay, so yeah. so I've like built up this like fear of it in my head. Like the pain is so unimaginable. I have like no reference for the pain. So in my head it's so unimaginable and unbearable. I am yeah. definitely afraid of experiencing it again.
1: I have never been stung by a wasp and I am I'm in the same boat. I am terrified <laughs> of what that could be. It's not that bad. It's yeah. like you'll be you'll be like, oh fuck, but like you'll be fine. Like I know, but
2: like (laughs) I I I know, I'm the same. Yeah, exact. I'm the exact same. Yeah.
1: I um. My dad often laughs because I I, once upon a time I was I was but a wee six year old boy, um, and I had an ice cream, and I was happy with my ice cream, uh, and until I and unbeknownst to me, me and my brother both had ice creams. My brother, if I was about six, my brother would have been about ten. We both had ice creams. I don't know where and what setting we were in, uh, but we were enjoying our ice creams, and I went to take a big mouthful. And then from my point of view, with no context, my dad grabbed the ice cream out of my hand and threw it, like, just threw it on the floor. And, like, as a six-year-old, I'm pretty, like, that was my world. What the fuck, man? That was my ice cream. That meant more to me than you do. Like, that was, like, everything. Uh, It turns out there was a wasp on it, and my dad was stopping me eating a wasp.
2: What a hero Keith What,
1: what, What a hero indeed. But anyway, yeah, traumatizing as a child. Um, but never mind that, because Donna uses the power of the magnifying glass and the regeneration sound effect to. Was it the, the
2: regeneration washing. sound? Effect? They
1: they dust this off every now and again for some <laughs> random thing. Yeah, it's seemingly whenever there's some sort of light blur involved, we get that regeneration ring.
2: Let Let's jump ahead a bit, because like we're we're an hour in here. Um the the doctor gets poisoned. Whoa. <laughs> Well, I said, let's jump ahead a bit. All right,
1: can I at least speed run my notes? All right, I, go right, on then. For someone that writes chronological notes, that was very stressful for me. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I was like, well, hang on, I am lost now. <laughs> right, right, I'm going to speed run these till we get to where you want to be, right? The maid gets hot fuzzed. All right, says, okay,
2: no, I do want to talk about that. Oh, What's
1: ho, going ho, ho.
2: on? <laughs> What's going on there? Like, like, she fully looks at that and notices. This is it. Before it even falls off the fucking house, she yeah. had time to move, but she just stood still, screaming the entire fucking
1: time. And like when you, when you, when we catch up to her body as well, it's just like bloodless and laying across her chest. Like <laughs> yeah. she's fine, she's fine. And yeah. it's not quite hot fuzz where it spears the guy's fucking head in, inside. Yeah. Out. yeah,
2: replaces his head, literally. Yeah,
1: he's got a triangle <laughs> face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no uh, look but either way the notable thing is that she says poor little child which are weird last words and yeah. very plot relevant which is helpful
2: a strange last words a, a strange death in like w- why We're a wasp <laughs> yeah, yeah but the wasp also killed some of the lead pipe <laughs> you know what this wasp is like
1: like just go and be a wasp
2: <laughs> he doesn't want to be apart from the fact that he does (laughs) I don't (laughs) care. all these are deaths
1: that would be far less inconspicuous if they were done by a man not in wasp form but he's like time to become a wasp and find it much harder to do basic tasks
2: exactly Um, I I just think it's a a badly written scene and a badly written death because it's like it just it makes no sense none of it makes any sense you
1: think it's badly written and a badly executed death that would be because it is yeah. Both of those things,
2: yeah. That's <laughs> true.
1: Anyway, continuing <laughs> my speed run of notes until the yes, poison is. Yes, we got it. through one. Uh, Agatha Christie does one of those things we don't like when something plain as day happens in front of someone's eyes and they go, It's such a bloody trick. Who'd they do this with mirrors. And I'm like, No, it's a big wasp in front of your face. Yeah. I was thinking no back mirrors. in the day. They're all dumb. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, not that dumb.
2: <laughs> they don't know what CGI is.
1: Lady Edison was shagging a wasp, like, it's done with mirrors. Bloody hell! This sex is done with mirrors. I hope when I give birth, it's not a mirror. Right? The show yourself hallway scene was brilliant. I love that. What's the show yourself hallway scene? So the wasp fucks off and transforms back into a into Reverend Wasp, and the Doctor goes, "Oh no, it's going to bloody." take cover and he goes he runs into the hallway and goes, show yourself and then like eight doors open and it's everyone that's a suspect it's like yeah oh yes
2: yes and there's uh master edison and his boyfriend in there
1: yes yeah oh my god yes yeah that's what i was talking about a bit of gay yeah. sex um <laughs> okay. or as gay people call it sex sex yeah it's just sex I don't darling, know I... shall we? <laughs> darling, shall we engage in some gay sex this evening? <laughs> no, well, only if it's gay. <laughs> um, Donna introduces Agatha Christie to the the concept of moving pictures. Films had been invented by 1926. They 100% had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like late <laughs> no, late 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what is this concept? A moving picture, you say? There, there had been critically acclaimed films by this point that had been. Oh, I don't know
2: if there had been critically acclaimed films.
1: That film there were films that had had a global release, like in nineteen. That's not critically acclaimed, though. All right, no, but they had a wide reception. Like people could have walked out and gone, "That was dog shit," but the world saw it, and the world knew what films were. What year was this? Nineteen twenty-six.
2: Nineteen. I'm just going to Google nineteen twenty-six in film. Did you not um, get that from
1: sniffing, like the No, I didn't. I don't have that ability. That's. I mean, it'd be impressive if you did. I don't. Know so
2: many either. films came out this year. <laughs> um, uh, this year is in nineteen twenty six, not twenty twenty three. Had the MCU uh, the, started? There was Buster Keaton films. Yeah, and Buster, Buster Keaton. Keaton is like a very big like stunt actor guy. Like
1: he, he famously made that house fall on him or something.
2: He did, and he did the truck thing as well.
1: Yeah, he's like, look at my truck thing.
2: Real all know. Yeah. There was literally so many movies came out this year. Yeah. yeah like... But the,
1: the, the point I'm making is it's not a new cop. Donna's like, oh, no, I bloody invented films. No, you didn't. Yeah. You're, like, you're like 40 years late.
2: They do, they do uh, that thing, though, which they cannot resist with historic. I say they cannot resist. It's the exact same fucking writer. They did it in the fucking Shakespeare episode as well, where they're like, oh, this is a real Hamlet situation. Uh, oh, no, yeah. it's not been written yet. Oh, oh. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I, I I
1: do like the through line of Donna just trying to copyright some stuff.
2: Like, that was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. And like, get a bit checks
1: of... out. Donna wants that bag.
2: Yeah. Get a bit of cash.
1: Yeah. She's like, look, I did save your life, in fairness.
2: Well, um, we say Donna wants that bag. Mm. She gets that bag.
1: But then she's a good person. Yeah. I can be a good person with 166 million. That's just me. Yeah, same. Yeah. Elf Donna. Anyway. Um,. Anyway, the Doctor gets an ominous <laughs> drink delivery.
2: <laughs> yeah, and we'll talk about it later. Oh, we will. Um, but but <laughs> what what this leads on to, Lawrence, is yes. uh, the Doctor being poisoned.
1: What a scene.
2: Because he has, he has his lime soda once again. Yes. But this time he's betrayed by the lime soda mm. uh, because it's laced with poison. Um,
1: I love uh, that Agatha Christie goes... <laughs> sparkling cyanide like very good well done <laughs> she, you had she, to get she, that she, one she out she you just thought about that literally <laughs> <laughs> she sniffs it and she goes it's cyanide sparkling cyanide it's like whoa whoa
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's good I tell <laughs> right <laughs> um, yes, the, i'll tell you
1: that bloody wordplay right there
2: um yes i tell you what this is a good scene and but again i'm gonna be a prick about it i <laughs> i think it's purely down to david and ten, uh, David and Catherine's performance yeah is it that's why it's a good scene it's it's those two bouncing off each other are so fucking good yes. and the the frantic nature of it though the, the way it, it almost reminded me of you know the scene in uh, the christmas invasion where, like... Uh, oh, Jackie. Yeah, yeah, yeah with Jackie. where I, like, I need, I need... What do yeah. you need? Jam sandwich, a pack of crisps, you know, just going through everything before you can get it out. Yeah. It, it's almost like that, but Donna's, uh just Donna's, like, fucking... It's not even frantic. It's just the way she's... She, like, has no idea. She's like, Oh, Mammy,
1: it's a song. It's... <laughs> like, what are you doing? She is under, like, such unimaginable <laughs> pressure. Yes. Uh, and like I, I don't know because like when you think about it like it, it's rare that you think about this through like a character's perspective because like uh-huh. if the Doctor does die from yeah. cyanide she's she's stuck she's stuck in 1926
2: yeah. like. she's stuck in 1926 <laughs> so yeah.
1: I, I like that there's all of that I love it. <clears> it, yeah it allows it kind of switches the roles a little bit because before we've known Tennant's strong point to be wordy dialogue yeah and we've also known Catherine Tate to be an incredible like incredibly gifted physical comedian, mm,
2: yeah. so like
1: it kind of gives them a go in the other ones' roles, yeah. Which, which I really, really enjoyed, and it, and again, it's just that mate element of the back and forth and and It's a song, and the Doctor is just like half dead, being like, "Shut up, yeah." <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with you?
2: Do, um, do you know what the uh, one thing I don't like about it? I don't even know if this is something I don't like, but I just it's noticeable and it's it's weird and it, and it, again it leans into that like cartoonish slapstick element this whole episode has yeah. um like when when he gets the ginger beer and he like drinks it and then like pours it over him, himself um you'll know this people might not but like with like tv shows and movies like any sound effect ninety five percent of the time that's done after the fact. Yeah. That's like not there on the actual day. It's done in like fucking uh like ADR or some shit like that. It's it's And normally it's, requ- it's a lettuce yeah it's like it's someone just like in front of a microphone just like scraping paper with a fork or some shit like that yeah yeah. but like the when he's pouring the ginger beer it's such just a fucking cartoonish glug 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 (laughs) glug sound effect it's like they just went like I don't know fucking glug dot m p three on some sound effect website and just poured it in yeah it is so out of place
1: it is like yeah it's very, very cartoonish, but like you know we've had it before where like people have taken a right hook and it's been like yeah whoosh. yeah like, so it's it's very like that's doctor who yeah it, it um, is
2: to be fair, yeah, yeah,
1: they do do it quite a lot though, and it it can be quite it's part of the charm, it's part of the hokey charm, yeah it, really
2: uh, but and, it needs a big shock. To to the, the well he needs like several things first of all to, to counteract the poisons effect. He needs ginger beer, salt. he needs protein, he needs salt. But not salt. <laughs> salt. The, salt too salty. salty. Oh, that's too salty. Yes. <laughs> that's fun. Um, a brilliant line, yeah. Yeah. But but then he the final thing is he needs is a big shock. Um and uh that's where we get a a recurrent theme amongst in the um uh, the revival era with doctors and their companions, so close to is the yeah. it this time,
1: so close, it,
2: but not quite, yeah. not quite the uh, the doctor companion kiss, which is now tradition, I guess.
1: Fuck's sake! <laughs> I look, I get it. It was a shock. It is shocking. This one's a
2: bit of fun. It, it, yeah. It's not like a the other ones have been like romantic moments and like that kind of was a
1: genetic transfer
2: <laughs> exactly, but like. This seems just whatever, you know. It's a
1: shock. It's supposed to be a shock.
2: It was a shock.
1: Do do I think that like, I don't know. Is there probably another shock that didn't have to have, like have this have to happen? She could have slapped him. She could have done anything.
2: Then maybe they expect a slap from Donna.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, he hadn't got the set yet though. Yeah, Sylvia slap came a, oh, many years down the line. Thousands. Yeah. Oh yeah. Billions. Oh yeah.
2: Billions depending
1: on how you what, count things, what your line it? of
2: thought is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, look, I, it, it's not a romantic thing. So I'm fine with it. Really? yeah.
1: I think they, they don't, they don't try and play it off as that either.
2: It's no, it's like both of them are very clear and like, we are not even slightly romantically interested <laughs> in one another at yeah. all. So like, yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, no, I'm happy I with it. It's fine. Um, yeah. I like that there is a storm. The mansion is lit by fake lightning. Yes, um, which I I like. I like this set. I like this very. It's going full tilt into we're taking the piss now. Out yeah, of, out of this genre to the point where there's a there's a dead body with a with his face buried in a bowl of soup <laughs> and a fork in his back or some shit. Like it, it's it, a knife. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're taking the piss at this. <laughs> yeah, school. they are. They are. Um, great. I've used that as a reference clip so many times. Just a dead body in the soup. Like it's <laughs> the amount of times that like a client has made a joke about it, and I've been like, oh, I know the perfect Doctor Who clip for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, no, I like that. There's um, this is quite a good scene. The tension is brewing. The, I do like that they take the Doctor says they take supper. Yes, because um,
2: they're but, British.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that like I, don't, I know this is show. This is a show made by British people, but like I don't know. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't go to that supper. <laughs> Yeah, I, but it's it's
2: it's also a very specific era, though, isn't it? It's yeah, true. It's the 1920s carry on era where we we don't true. acknowledge things and we you know we we carry on and appearance is everything, sort yeah, of thing.
1: It's there is a lot of references to like being British and you get on with it and you stiff yeah. up a, li- a stiff upper lip and all of that stuff.
2: Yeah, exactly. I say what I like about this scene. I like the um I like the moment where the doctors like um I was I was just poisoned. Anyway, everyone enjoy your soup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's like <laughs> have
1: a little think about this
2: for a second. <laughs> yeah, um, I've uh, I've laced the soup with pep with piperine, which is a key ingredient in pepper. I thought it was
1: jolly spicy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, my man's not a suspect.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I was immediately reminded of you when I saw that <laughs> with your with your beans, and you you get your wife to put a bit of pepper in your beans.
1: <laughs> I've actually asked her to stop because I liked that. For a time and then there was a point where it just but like I, like I, a mouthful of it and i'm like that's just pepper That's just pure <laughs> pepper and bean like that's too much pepper for me um yeah I don't, <laughs> I don't i don't i don't endorse pepper and beans anymore i've grown up <laughs> great you no know, you know you do that you go through like some phases of really liking a food and then you can't stand it all of a sudden yeah it's
2: because you you overindulge in it you... yeah you burn yourself out on it. It's like when you like find a new song that you really like and then you listen to it over and over again for a week and then you're like oh, I hate this, now.
1: I don't I don't enjoy this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the I believe they call that the happy for real effect. Maybe. It's an unlistenable song, Nathan, because it was on every radio station ever for 20 like 24 hours a day. And it was in the Minions movie or trailer. That's also true. Um, to one of those things, I guess. Presumably, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Lady Edison Nathan drops a fucking clue. She goes, "It can't be." When she hears a little buzz,
2: yeah, because it's her son.
1: It's her son, the wasp. Yeah, uh, who is there? Um, anyway, the the I've then they gather everyone in a room, and it, it's the it's the who done it reveal room. Yeah, they it's it, we're in the end game now. I
2: will um, tell you what I like about this scene. I like Donna just thriving and just like. <laughs> Just, just, just take in. just like it's like she's watching eastenders yeah you know? <laughs> she's just sat there with a bottle of grapes just just munching and just <laughs> watching the drama unfold really. so, so he did it so she killed him so she killed him yeah but then we we go through the accusations it's it's and again this is all very again i know it's the point but it's all very on the nose and like with the exaggerated points, like we come to you, yeah, fucking da- David Tennant pointing directly at the camera and that kind of stuff, and it's... and
1: Agatha Christie does a few like misdirect head turns as well, yeah, exactly, <laughs> like she's she's like let's have a look at like and then. For people that can't see me, I am going zzzz with my head. Like she'll she'll be
2: she'll be talking to someone but actually addressing the person next to them who she's not looking at. Yeah. And then she'll do a dramatic turn. And she'll, she'll, and then... she'll be
1: like, uh, maybe I can do this with sound. Let me provide you some 3D audio for a second. And that's why I'm gonna be addressing you, Nathan Bauer. <laughs> yeah, that kinda works, I guess. I guess, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. I'm having a bit of fun with it um yeah i i i like this scene it is a bit silly and i like it's very silly it it is and i the one thing i don't like and oh yes i get to say the writer did something bad hang on (laughs) let me let me let me enjoy this (laughs) um no right there's i was really on board with like the doctor and agatha being a great pairing like she he's working out the alien of it all because she has no reference point for that she doesn't understand any of that stuff yeah um and and she's coming at it from an angle the doctor can't really appreciate which is human emotion and vulnerability and how people have motivations to act in certain ways because yeah he's a big fucking alien devoid of <laughs> like human connection um so i i i like that and i like how they're bouncing off each other and i liked it up until the point where the doctor went agatha christie you're really good at people and i'm really good at aliens and i was like yeah i got it <laughs> yeah why'd you outrightly say it like it's like yeah. i don't know it's like they don't I, trust you. Yeah, it, it's it's like the final final end game scene. I am Iron Man, and then he stares down the lens and goes, "Because I said it in the first movie," and then snaps his fingers. Like it, I know, or I'm... like when
2: when people say like, "Oh, they should have played AC/DC's I Am Iron Man' over this scene." Like, <laughs> no, they shouldn't. Like, there's edits of that, and they're all terrible. <laughs> like. They... <laughs> They they never should have done that. That takes everything away from the drama and of the moment. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just I don't like it. It, it. It's when people fucking they're just saying what is there. And yeah, like, I got it. I I can read like it wasn't complicated subtext.
2: <laughs> it's not trusting the audience. It's it's yeah. feeling the need to spell it out when actually you don't quite need to. Like you can yeah. you can play the subtlety of it and trust in your audience that they'll that they'll actually understand.
1: Yeah, but... this show's really good at it. Like, it is, norm- yeah. Normally, yeah. Yeah. Because th- I, I don't know any point where the 10th Doctor walks around and goes, I'm a lonely god that can't connect with people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what,
2: what I don't like, uh, or don't even understand, is the, the fact that they're, they're like... Uh, you, Felicity Jones, I put it to you that you are actually the unicorn. And then she's just like, Yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> I, fair, fair, fucks, like, yeah. fair, fair, fair. I enough. think she says like,
1: something like, Oh, no, when you're beat, oh, or something. She, no, she said some fair point. cop, fair cop, she
2: says. Yeah. Just lie. like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you can try to at least try to defend yourself. She's just like this is supposedly the best jewel thief ever or something but then she's just yeah. like immediately like nope, fair is fair. Yep, I that that is me. I I immediately confess to all of my crimes. And like yes.
1: and giving the um she just gives the jewel up. No one asks her for it back and she's like here you go <laughs> then, fair is fair like yeah she's, what are you doing? you're you're
2: you're the unicorn she's
1: like oh you know what you're so
2: right and here's all this jewelry i stole here have it back like oh, all right no one like
1: it's no like the, the honor system anyone. in a game of tag like it's like yeah. oh well you did grab you did get me yeah i don't know it's 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 silly and i think that that accent is fucking dreadful um, horrendous yeah all right they the apples and pears blah 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 <laughs>
2: It's bad. It's almost as bad as you do in
1: any accent. Uh, I disagree. I'm actually. Well, I mean, you just did one. And, like, Cha- challenge me you, to an accent right now.
2: You, nor, you Liverpool.
1: Um, oh, no. <laughs> Hi there, I'm from Liverpool. Awful. I thought that was quite good, actually. Maybe a bit <laughs> cartoonish, but that's how you get it done. <laughs> no, horrendous. Welsh. I don't do that to me. <laughs> Go on. No, because it's this show. And I've talked so much smack about the Welsh, I can't have it. Go on, try it. Wales. That's bad. I don't even know what to say. It wasn't actually terrible. I I was about to do more because I was a bit emboldened by what you just said, but I won't give you any more ammo. No, no, go on, go on. I don't know anymore. What should I say?
2: All right, there, bud. I'm just going down to the bay.
1: No, I genuinely have not a concept of how that would sound from a Welsh person.
2: All right there, bud. I'm just going down to the B, I am.
1: Oh, so you sound like Reese from Torchwood. Yeah, exactly. And he's Welsh. I mean, that's probably why you sound like him. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> yeah. could be right.
2: Now challenge me to an accent, Lawrence. Oh, but
1: you're good at them. That's not Yes, fair. I am. <laughs> All right. My voice. Oh, no. All right. Here I go. Ah, oh, what do I bloody say? I'm so embarrassed. I'm so... Oh, God. I hope, I hope this is good. Lawrence, what do you think? That wasn't bad, actually. I thought that was quite good. It was pretty good. good. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. A fantastic podcasting joke. Nathan, it is 25 to 1 in the morning.
2: <laughs> it's true. We've been doing this for an hour and 20 minutes.
1: Lawrence, let's wrap this up. Fuck, oh, okay. I'm sick of this wasp. Lady Edison was pregnant out of wedlock. Years back, she had sex with Christopher the wasp, who got that wasp riz.
2: <laughs> Fucking hell! You you are committed to saying the word "riz" in every single episode of this show.
1: I won't let it die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the fact it. that they named the wasp Christopher. There's something about a wasp being called Christopher that makes me laugh. Did they call him Christopher? Yeah, she says, oh, "I'm the most that. handsome man I've ever seen, Christopher." Well, he's got to have a name. He has got to have a name. But then when he's a wasp, it's funny.
2: <laughs> Chris the wasp.
1: Chris the wasp. Oh, me mate Chris. He's a wasp. He's a wasp. <laughs>
2: Uh, anyway, um, right. So yeah, she fucked a wasp, fucked and then she gave birth to a wasp. But yes. then she was like, oh, "I've got malaria." Not really. I just don't want everyone to know I gave birth to a wasp. Yeah. And then she put the wasp up for adoption. Somehow. Nothing
1: wrong with it, by the way. She wasn't married. Like she could have just been pregnant with someone. I mean, She's it's rich a wasp. enough. It's a wasp. Though. Yeah, but the baby didn't come out as a wasp. It was like she It, she was, committed... it was in a genetic lock or something, wasn't it? Because it, fu- it only activated.
2: Do you reckon she fucked him as a wasp?
1: When you're given that opportunity, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, isn't it? I,
2: I reckon guess. she's a monster fucker. I reckon she's fully... A monster fucker? Oh, that's a thing, mate. What? That's a thing.
1: Oh, don't. What, what no, is...
2: there are some... <laughs> you're so innocent.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's innocent. I think that's normal. I think it's no, normal to no, not know you're... about the concept of having sex with a monster.
2: Not literally, but it's like a, a kink in desire. For who? <laughs> a lot of people
1: are they are they protected? Is that an inclusive thing are we are we all okay with that
2: yeah, it's just a desire it's just a kink they're, right and they're and they're like fantasy like creatures they're like aliens and shit
1: i, I no I think that's weird <laughs> that's real weird
2: <laughs> you can think it's weird that's fine okay,
1: good yeah okay. but they're not doing any harm are they <laughs> no as long as they're not fucking monsters and you can't because it doesn't exist and <laughs> yeah weird. they're not real um Nathan, there was a genetic- like a lot of
2: people want to fuck venom.
1: Nineteen inches of venom. Yeah. Well, I'm you one of those people. <laughs> I wish I didn't hear what you... Should... <laughs> <laughs> well, he now, does. I know. It's very long. <laughs> it's very long. Can lick an awful lot of things. Exactly. So, uh, Nathan... Uh, no, I
2: reckon she's a monster fucker.
1: Yeah, she probably is. She does seem yeah. like one. I mean, she quite yeah. literally did fuck a monster. There's proof. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. So. Yeah. So who knows yeah, if I reckon is was in wasp form. Do you reckon he like... <gasps> I don't know, uh, at the point of climax, he reverted into a wasp form. That's the thing with Mystique, right? Mystique can't have, like...
2: What the fuck are you on about? <laughs> no, I'm
1: pr- I'm where is sh- Mystique
2: coming to this? I'm
1: pretty sure there's a Mystique thing where like, Mystique can't... Uh, I'm pretty sure there's something in the comics about her not being able to concentrate on sex because she has to maintain a fake image.
2: If she's in a fake image whilst having sex, then yeah. yes. yeah.
1: So that's probably what happened with this wasp, right?
2: Same thing with the Hulk. Like he can't fuck.
1: Yeah, because he. Yeah,
2: I, f- I think he can actually.
1: Can the Hulk? Because he fuck has him? all them kids. Uh, but th- but then he doesn't. Remember, there's that Age of Ultron fucking... scene where he's like women who can't have children are monsters. No, Natasha says that. Yeah, but no, Joss Whedon said it though, didn't he? Oh well, yeah, Joss Whedon. <laughs> <said> <laughs> it to be fair. Yeah, she yeah. didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, no.
2: yeah, Joss Whedon said it. Yeah, but but then um, the Hulk like. He fucked his cousin, didn't he? Excuse me. In Old did, Man Logan, yeah.
1: Did he fucked his cousin?
2: Yeah, he fucked Jen, and then they what? had like why? A, yeah, they because he he's the villain, or his family are the villain. No, he is the villain in Old Man Logan, yeah. Because he like he went insane also, after like everyone died. He like went insane and fucked his cousin, and like they had a whole bunch of like incest babies who were like weird. Inbred hulklings or something.
1: I don't like comics, man. Comics are fuck, <laughs>
2: comics are fucks, man.
1: <laughs> Such a weird thing to write.
2: You think the movies are bad and we <laughs> like, read the fucking comics? Man. Yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah. Listen, Lady Edison loves Agatha Christie books. She was thinking about how clever a- Agatha Christie was. She was reading an Agatha Christie book on Thursday night, going, "My God, Agatha Christie is clever." Um, and that is also the same night that the Reverend Wasp's church was broken into.
2: Um, Maybe this is why the the Wasp used the lead pipe, because like, because he like he thinks he's in an Agatha Christie novel, doesn't he, or some shit like that. He's yeah. like,
1: oh no, I understood all of that stuff. I just think he's yeah. stupid. <laughs> it is. It <laughs> is a
2: hundred percent stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. The anyway. One... You, the what? Look, fucking hell. The Wasp chased Agatha Christie. She ends up in a hotel, yeah. the end.
1: Why would the Vespiform jewel transmit the identity? Like, the, I get it transmits the identity into its, like, genetic offspring. Yeah. But why would it also be, like, and a bit of Agatha Christie books as well? Like, it didn't take the fucking... It, the, the Wasp doesn't love China from all of the fucking, like, <laughs> China wear in the cupboard next to her. Like, it doesn't... It, it like doesn't take the curtains, and the wasp doesn't love curtains. All of a sudden, like why? Why the Agatha Christie books? Why was that a part of it? Do you want to know why? Yeah, bad writing. Yeah, I mean that that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was I expecting? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Time is in flux. Agatha Christie could die. She's in a car chase. I like that she's in a silly little car chase.
2: The car chase is very silly, and yeah. it's like ten miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, <but laughs> you know,
1: shoot the wasp. Yeah, just fucking kill it, shoot it.
2: Just literally just shoot You're it. You're telling
1: me this old Tory
2: couple don't have guns? <laughs> well, Felicity's got a gun.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just shoot it.
2: Isn't that a movie? Felicity has a gun? Probably. And familiar. she's the unicorn. And she's the unicorn. Anyway.
1: Um... I like that the, the wasp let Agatha Christie go. It, it, it was just an actual good bloke at the end of it who couldn't help being a murderer.
2: I, I just don't care. I'm just like, (laughs) by this point, I'm just like, whatever, man. I know. Just Um, a fucking wasp.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's silly. It's very silly, but the Carrionites are still trapped in the TARDIS basement. Oh my god, he wrote the Carrionite up. Fuck him.
2: I don't know. It's bad, Lawrence. I don't like it, personally. I think it's a pretty lacklustre episode, and um, it was written by a prick, so...
1: I think it absolutely was written by a prick. I do like the episode more than you do, but at the same you time... You love it. Yeah, yeah, and all the writing. No, uh, but yes. it's dumb. It's very dumb. It's, it's, yeah. it's what I would click on for if I wanted to experience a really dumb episode of Doctor Who.
2: Yes, and it's one that I would not click on. So, mm.
1: so there we go. Uh, Nathan, I think it might be that time of the week to talk about two people.
3: Weirdo of the Wind!
2: Lawrence, this is everyone's favourite segment of the show where we get the chance to talk about some of the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who come across our screens each and every week in Doki Who. So Lawrence, please regale me with a tale of your weirdo for this week.
1: Nathan, do you know what the phrase weaponised incompetence means? Yes. Yes, for those that don't, it is the art of manipulation and the faking of being incompetent, so that your most times significant other has to pick up your slack. It's it's an example of it would be like I don't want to do the washing up because I'm so bad at it. You always do a much better job when you do the washing up, and then your partner, yeah, going, All right, I'll do the washing up then.
2: Uh, I, I think a, a more an actual example would be like purposefully. Doing things badly rather than just saying you're bad at doing them.
1: Like, oh, so like like enforcing the idea that you suck. At
2: yeah, shit. like like doing the washing up, but always leaving like massive stains on like the plates and stuff. And, right, you know, not and not like scraping food properly or whatever. And,
1: yeah, yeah. Anyway, the colonel. Um, yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> maybe trust your wife. Disability fraud. Get him, boys. <laughs> yeah. Firstly, not cool. Secondly, I mean he's probably not on pip but like yeah, but insane weirdo like yeah trust your wife trust your wife not to just leave you because you're yeah. in a wheelchair like yeah. I don't know if you know this but you're both getting on <laughs> right like yes I don't know I guess she's in better shape than you but like you're old she's not going anywhere Lauren says
2: Lady Edison no spring chicken herself
1: <laughs> she's not she's fucking an old woman <laughs> i don't know man i look she's i i and i also find that like i, I hate that it's played as an endearing and knowing who wrote the episode yeah and like weirder. and she's like and somehow she's like oh
2: isn't that sweet no yeah. no it's, it's terrible he's been lying weird. to you
1: for like fucking 30 years or something i oh, know it's it's short it's about 10 years he's been lying to her yeah um because he said he couldn't stand since something that happened in um the flu epidemic of 1916 or something there you go then yeah so Since it's, COVID. It's, it, I just, it's it's just it's fucked it's it's i think it's a weird thing to do and it's almost an insane thing to write into an episode that is so not related to the narrative or plot
2: but it does make sense when you realize that this episode <laughs> was written by an incompetent prick
1: yeah and just a bigot who probably sees disability as like i don't know like 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 the wife would be such a hero for sticking with a disabled person yeah like wow doesn't she deserve a medal yeah i don't know terrible and in the
2: end isn't that
1: sweet no no no, it's manipulative and fucking gross (laughs) anyway yeah terrible person and i don't know he shouldn't be masturbating in his office or something he wasn't though yeah that's the weird thing he was just looking at nudie magazines. Nudie pick nudie pic. He, he was just reading a copy of fucking Nuts in, uh, in his... Study. Vintage page three. <laughs> Vintage oh, hello. Page. Look at these pin-up gals. He's got a copy of Razzle
2: stuffed between his mattress. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: Uh, who's your weirdo?
2: My weirdo? Lawrence, I don't know if you know this, but in this episode, uh, there is a butler. There is, okay. yeah, we've avoided mentioning him, yeah. <laughs> Who appears uh, as, as several times, right? And this butler is the shadiest little <laughs> fucking shit you've ever met. Yeah. They're, like, purposefully mm. the most suspicious motherfucker. They're like, I wouldn't go in that room there. <laughs> There's all kinds of mysteries afoot.
3: Hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if anyone were to enter that room, something unpleasant <laughs> might happen to them and then like he's delivering drinks to the fucking the doctor, fucking Agatha and Chris, Agatha Christie and well, he delivers them drinks and yeah. he like gives a shifty look to the doctor as he hands him his lime soda like <laughs> enjoy this uh, it's one I whipped up myself enjoy <laughs> this just for you final libation for you <laughs> Enjoy this poison. I mean, enjoy this lovely beverage, sir. It, it
1: feels like he's in on it, doesn't it?
2: It well, it's obviously purposeful. He's just he's just an intentional red herring. Yeah, but he's a red herring. that he didn't give any fucking like r- redemption scene. There's no like reason for him acting shady. Like in a good who done it, like you would have a reason for him being the shadiest motherfucker. Yeah. Okay, there'd be like some alternative factor or some shit. But it's just like no. He's just weird, and he's just the most suspicious kind you've ever met. Yeah. So, and it's not so the actor either,
1: by the way. Like they, they frame in on his. No, face. it's a
2: hundred percent intentional. It's yeah. like the, the the choices made were like a hundred percent intentional.
1: Very, yeah. very a good a good selection of weirdos today. I think
2: for ah. everyone, anyone in this story could have been a weirdo. I reckon yeah. you can you can take your pick from the bunch, really. Mm. Agreed. And they all would have been valid, including at certain moments, Ten and Donna themselves. I think they, that's true. They just
1: if, are very quick to jump into this weird Agatha yeah. Christie esque titular role. Yeah,
2: the Doctor was enjoying it possibly a little too much. Mm, really, but indeed.
1: Hey, that's uh, the Doctor for you, Nathan. What do the good people say? Tell me about Lawrence, his tweets and emails.
2: It is time for the common folk to have their say,
1: Lawrence. Sticking with that. Sticking with that segment title. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Good, yeah.
2: <laughs> it is time for the common folk. This
1: is this is the part where the casuals you can skip now if you want.
2: Yeah, if you can you, you can we're done talking about the episode. Although we probably will still mention it. Yeah, but like, it will be in a mix of but, like
1: like eight yeah. private jokes that you might not get. <laughs> yes. Anyway um okay
2: so uh this is the part of the show where we let you have your say our wonderful beautiful sexy handsome uh, and gorgeous listeners uh you can tweet us at still got legs pod on twitter or you can email us at still got legs podcast gmail.com uh to let us know your thoughts as uh many people have done this week where do we start um We'll start with Kai Armstrong here at uh, Kai without a K on Twitter. Uh, at Stockholm XPOD, another banger murder mystery, and Agatha Christie. Uh, let's hope you don't get paired with Donna from Teen Tardis Game Night because she is shocking at charades. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's She's, very not true. <laughs> She's not the best. She's not the best. She thought uh, Salt was a Harvey wallbanger. So
1: that's, that, I would argue, though would make for a very very like entertaining spectacle like uh, she might yes. not win but she'll she'll damn well entertain the nation
2: <laughs> yeah it's, it's true that is true uh thank you very much kai we may not agree well i may not agree with you about Lawrence loves this episode it's his favorite um <laughs> but i personally may not agree with you but that doesn't mean we still can't be friends um, mm, he's changed his fucking name again. <laughs> they, 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 they fucking, I fucking, I'm not crazy. I'm not fucking crazy. Uh, this is now at my Mar- <laughs> fucking hell at Margampinamorous Acornholder. Acorn that, Holder. That's 100% been changed. That's yeah, that's it.
1: definitely
2: changed. <laughs> yeah. uh, at Soupy Soup Brain on it. I like that they just haven't said anything about it as well. <laughs> Yeah, just carrying on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, a lot of people harp on about this episode being too silly. I am firmly in the camp that in Doctor Who, there's almost no such thing. You know what? I'm mostly the same, That's to be fair. honest. Yeah, I am yeah. I'm mostly the same. The man going buzz, buzz, before transforming into a giant wasp was too wacky for you? Shut up, nerd. Fucking enjoy it. <laughs> Look, I get it. And to be fair, I don't really have an issue with a man going buzz. I'd like... No, that's A bit fine. of fun. Yeah, a bit of fun. I just... There's other stuff at play.
1: <laughs> this, this episode's a tough one. All right, but yeah. yeah. I, uh, also, can I, can I just say I love that attitude? yeah like, i do too yeah fuck get fucked yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it's fun I it's silly and, and I, no i am very
2: much the same i'm like the, the people will say like in in doctor who like there's um it's a bit silly isn't it but i'm like yeah the whole show is silly <laughs> yeah it's, like, it's, it's It's a, a very a silly, silly time show, like travel show. like with the fucking the the last episode while blue yonder it's so silly it's there's a moment where like david Tennant like leans over backwards and puts his head between his legs that's so funny. And, and then it's stupid. like, <laughs> yeah, and then it's like laughing like a weird little goblin man. And then like chases you. And it's like, it's so silly, but it's yeah. great.
1: It is great. And it is very silly. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> fuck those other people that don't enjoy it. This is, just, it's dumb. It's dumb fun.
2: I love this. This is
1: uh, uh,
2: Cameron Welsh flag at uh, blue underscore lantern on Twitter says big B, innit? it. <laughs>
1: Just just big B in it. In it in it, yeah. In it true. Yeah, that that is B- big B in it. Big B in it. So that's a uniquely like oh my god. That that's yeah, sums it up. Yeah. We uh, may as well have just release that.
2: We can't end, argue so. with
1: that.
2: <laughs> it's big uh, B. At damn the lamb, uh, damn the lamb on Twitter says fun camp episode plus a famous actor being in Doctor Who before being famous. and That's true. That's another one for the list, joining mm-hmm. the ranks of uh, Andrew Garfield and others, I imagine. Um, go
1: on, you started the list. There's a reason I didn't start the list.
2: I'm sure there's more. Yeah. uh, Whatever. Uh, also in regards to the convo last week about science nerds listening to the pod, I add to this by listening every week in a chemistry lab, but do not judge your understanding of the science. Mostly.
1: Look, thank you for not gatekeeping science. (laughs) We, we have an idiot's understanding and that is enough to get us through basic sci-fi concepts. Um, Nerds, you are always welcome to correct us. We we genuinely love to find out more, uh, and it's always fun to find out that we are woefully uneducated. We are very dumb. I think you're dumber than
2: me. But seems we're like, both Seems like dumb. an
1: unnecessary thing to say.
2: I think it's <laughs> accurate
1: though. Okay, good, fine.
2: <laughs> but I I feel like we're, we're both you're not even, dumb. This is
1: not even a joke. You're not even lying. You think? No, no. <laughs> I genuinely do. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You are pretty dumb, though. I think I have more street smarts. You don't. You there's so much you don't know. I think me and your wife have to explain so much stuff to you all the time. You, what what is the one thing that you told me that I still believe is a practical joke that the entire world is playing on me is you. You told me about some New Year's Eve song called Old Landslide or whatever the that, fuck it is.
2: Old Landslide. That's a very common thing. Everyone, literally everyone knows that, and everyone sings it on New Year's Eve.
1: I think not. I think everyone's <laughs> in on a ruse, and they're
2: taking no. A piss. <laughs> I promise you, it, it's a real thing. Uh,
1: anyway, speaking of
2: scientists, our resident scientist Catherine uh, at Kathy Scratch uh, says, "Absolute shout out to this app for providing all my Agatha Christie based small talk with a friend's parent when I go to see the when i when I went to go see the mouse trapper recently." And uh, then in the brackets, but as always, fuck the writer of this app. Do I argue yeah. like with that? Solid take. I want to see the Mousetrap. I think that's like, that's a, it's a play in London. If you don't know, I assume you don't know because you're pretty dumb. Um, no, the Mousetrap, <laughs>
1: familiar?
2: No, you not. Um, <laughs> but it's like it's a famous play where, like, I think it's one of those where, like, they they specifically say to the audience, like, don't tell anyone the ending. Don't like, like it's a big ending, thing yeah. that, yeah. like, they do. You actually know, or are you? Doing <laughs> no, I'm
1: doing a bit. Yeah,
2: no, <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> you're just being a cunt, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's interesting because it's like. The, it's, it's, I mean, I'm sure you could find out if you like Googled what the ending is, but I don't know. It's like one of those things where it's, it's more enjoyable if you don't know really. Lean what in. And that's
1: genuinely like stayed a secret. People have not. Well, I'm sure you could find it if you like went looking for it, but like yeah. the idea is you don't, you know, it's baffling to me that like a, a news outlet hasn't been like, was crazy when this happened. Yeah. Just published that. But what, what, what fucking, was it the Hollywood reporter that was just like, end has been out for two hours. Iron Man died. It wasn't that nuts.
2: I don't think it was Endgame, no, it was um it was it was um Eternals. They were like, Oh, Harry Styles showed up as Thanos' brother. That's or whatever, right, yeah. Significantly yeah. lower
1: stakes. But...
2: Was significantly lower, but still like Don't be that
1: person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so easy to not suck.
2: <laughs> so easy to not be a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway, uh, thank you, Catherine. Uh, and everyone who go listen to Mr. Mystic Falls uh Great Vampire Darius podcast. Indeed. Uh Greg Cactus Face at G Cactus Face says the Reverend in this episode uses a lead pipe to bat an old man to death. Metal <laughs> bats in baseball are generally able to outperform slash beat the old wooden bats.
1: So oh, there yeah. you go then. Yeah, well, helpful. That's, genu- that's actually interesting.
2: <laughs> and then uh he swallowed it up with also the bee drowning as a reference to the tragic passing of our tracks. I'm assuming that's a baseball player who drowned.
1: Uh, I would imagine so. Probably played Google by it. Matt Damon in a movie.
2: No, it's not Moneyball. Google R-Tracks.
1: R-Tracks. How is that spelled? A R
2: T R A X. Alpha, Romeo, Tango,
1: Romeo, Alpha, X-Ray. Uh, what happened to the horse R-Tracks? Oh, R-Tracks. Never ending story. R-Tracks. uh they go and search for a, a childlike empress in a never-ending story. Hardrax yeah. dies in the swamp of sadness, but is brought back yeah. to life when...
2: We mentioned that last week.
1: You might have. <laughs> we did. we did good the half. Oh, yeah. Um, was I listening? Probably not. Because <laughs> I, I, I have never heard of this in my life. And <laughs> okay. if I have,
2: it's been... You, you know, surely you know. It's the famous scene with the horse like drowning in the sinking sand. There's and like a, the girls trying to pull it out. Right. There's a lot of.
1: You do have a lot of blanks. There's a lot of your... things coming up today that are proving the point that I don't know as much as you do. You are very stupid. But yeah. what I will say is that this is also a joke that the world is playing on me, and I'm still right.
2: <laughs> okay. So. Um, literally last i was fucking editing the episode the other day and we literally talked about never ending story and then was, you were was like, i
1: pretending to know what i was talking about
2: probably yeah
1: that's fair i do that sometimes you do um
2: you gotta um, keep keep myself on my toes <laughs> uh but toffee pie at thomas j oh thank you greg thank you greg cactus face uh at thomas j toff Uh, As fun as this episode is, it's hard to ignore to the writer has some dog shit opinions. Uh, The poison scene is a highlight for David and Catherine's comedic performances, but uh, I won't say his name, but they have said his name here. Uh, But Bleep can get in the bin. Yes, they yeah. can. I refuse to say his name. Fuck him. Indeed. Um, but yes, he can. Uh, also, it's fucking wild that a script for Doctor Who might have had this joke in it. No idea if it's true because it's IMDb. Uh, I've actually not seen this. Let me see this. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, the script, uh, this is a bit of IMDb trivia. Uh, the script originally contained a reference to 10 little... It's blanked out, but I'm assuming from the look of it, it's the uh, 10 little N word. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. Which was dropped for being too risky. And then this is like a, I guess, I guess a quote from the script. Donna, it's like 10 little, the doctor cutting her off. Um, (laughs) uh, Rhymes with wiggles, but with an N aside, we'd better look in the library.
1: Why? That's uh, that's terrible.
2: That is awful.
1: I mean, I'm not shocked from the riot, but like... Well, I like that it was dropped because it was deemed too risky. It was dropped because it was terrible.
2: (laughs) Dropped because it was awful and racist. Oh, my God. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: I hope that's not true because, like... But it probably is, isn't it? Cause I mean, it's out.
2: on IMDb. How truthful is IMDb, really?
1: It's user-generated, isn't it? The yeah. Staff, so you can just submit shit. And
2: it does say 52 out of 59 found this interesting. So,
1: Well, there we are then.
2: I mean, it is interesting. It is but interesting. But, like... Also racist.
1: Yeah, I hope that that's not true. And if it if it isn't true and someone's making up to try and roast him, let his own yeah. terrible actions speak for themselves
2: uh this is a final tweet uh at everything is any uh, uh everything is anything says i hate bees so i hate this episode have a good day <laughs> Fair enough. thank you, thank you. <laughs> i also hate this episode so and I, comm- this, I
1: commend you on being so upfront with your fear i like bees you like bees i like bees, yeah, bees they're nice. for purpose bees are cool yeah bees are nice they're cool little dudes yeah. yeah and they're not half as threatening there's something about their shape that's more friendly they're more rotund like, and jolly.
2: Yeah, they're fat. They're cute and fat. And they're like, yeah. look at me, I'm a
1: little bee. That, wasps like, have terrible PR, don't they? Because like, bees they are like do. the same but fatter.
2: Yeah. And, and they make honey and like pollinate flowers and everything like yeah. that. And, and wasps stuff. are
1: like, we're not bees and we suck. <laughs> yeah. We also hate <sighs> you
2: yes uh moving on to the emails now just two this week uh to get through so we won't be here all day uh, and my last, <laughs> last week uh jared coastal um says hello to my favorite argumentative team hello that's us uh i let my wife know that you read my jeff lemon review out every week and she wasn't impressed <laughs> I thought she would be Uh, to try try and impress her. I was wondering if you could give her a shout out. She's called Yasmin. She's about to give birth to our third child. She has seen most of Matt Smith's run as the 11th doctor and met the 13th doctor on several occasions. Unfortunately, (laughs) unfortunately she thinks doctor who is shit. (laughs) <laughs> so getting ah, a shout out on a Doctor Who podcast is sure to impress. Thanks, Jared. Firstly, uh,
1: congratulations.
2: Congratulations on child number three, Mr. and Mrs. Jeff Lemon. Indeed, indeed. Mr. and Mrs. Jeff Lemon. I hadn't considered that. That's fun.
1: Yeah, uh, that yeah. is
2: that is great. Hello, Yasmin. Hello, um, Yasmin. Congratulations. I hope the the birth of your third child goes well. Um it's very um, impressive that your husband gets mm. his review shouted out on this middling podcast every single week. It's it's you should be impressed by that. That's like that's amazing.
1: I can also sympathise with the fact that I too have a wife that is largely uninterested in in this era of Doctor Who, uh, yes. and that's fine. That's completely fine. Um, so you know what, like by the sounds of it you are heavily pregnant. Jeff stop pestering her. No, I think he's right too. Um <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs>
2: Sorry Yasmin, I'm on I'm on your side. Is <laughs> my question to you Yasmin. Okay. Uh you have uh wait. Okay, you've met Jodie Whittaker on several occasions and yet you're not a fan of the show. What was there a reason for these meetings I assume it, I, I assume automatically it's just like a like a comic con thing, but I might be wrong. So no. like,
1: yeah, but if you don't like Doctor Who, you're not going to a comic con like multiple times, are you? Well, maybe she could like something else. Maybe she likes Star Trek. I, I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, this so is not you. BBC. Doctor She's not Who going to Doctor yeah. Who Comic Con,
2: which doesn't exist, unfortunately. But oh well, there is Gallifrey One. That's a Doctor Who Comic Con.
1: There you go. Then maybe it's there. It's probably not there, though, is it? Probably not, though, because she doesn't like it. Yeah. So. I'll no be honest, don't. Yasmin. It is one in the morning. Uh, we're going to level with you here. Right? <laughs> this is a bit that we've now gone on for too long about. Um, I'm going to keep it going. Um, no, no, no. Just, just,
2: but like, so if, if she's not going to Comic Con to meet Jodie Whittaker, maybe she's friends with Jodie Whittaker, and maybe she can pose in touch with Jodie Whittaker, and we can get around the podcast.
1: Yeah, if this this bit does anything good for us, then that'd be great. Yeah, but, if you meet Jodie
2: Whittaker <laughs> again, uh, tell us to come on the pod. And yeah, then we'll. Love to have her. Yeah, I like. Fun. I like how it uh, It probably won't make sense until we get to her era, though. Really? No, I'd like so, her like, take on.
1: She knows all of these guys, doesn't she?
2: Yeah, does she?
1: she I mean, she obviously knows David Tennant quite well.
2: well. She knows David Tennant.
1: Yeah, she's done a podcast with him.
2: We're almost done with David Tennant though for yeah, now, anyway.
1: Well, there's still time. Yasmin, that's
2: true. I know <laughs> yeah. that
1: you are either <laughs> yeah, pregnant you're... or giving birth. <laughs>
2: You are heavily pregnant, but if you wouldn't mind just uh just hurrying up and yeah. uh, taking care of that, I'd really appreciate it.
1: Listen, so. it's what Jeff Lemon needs.
2: Okay? It is, it's what and what Jeff Lemon needs. Yeah. Uh but Jeff Lemon all gets.
1: jokes aside, uh have a wonderful birth of your third child. That is fantastic news. Congratulations. And uh name the child Nathan. Yeah, and Lawrence. <laughs> name the child Nathan and Lawrence. Nathan and Lawrence, and then in brackets, the middle name can be still got legs. Yeah. Podcast, and then the the it's a double-barreled middle name, and then it's it's still got legs. Doctor Who for life.
2: No, no, still got legs. Available every Monday at ten AM. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah, and then Lemon, which I assume is your last name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's Coastal, obviously. Um, anyway, thank you, Jeff slash Jared. Thank you, Yasmin. Um, and then the. <laughs> Last email. Do you remember last week we had an email from Tyler? Uh, we bleeped out his last name because he was telling uh, us about how he made a an iPlayer account. Yes. And then he confessed to his crimes. Um, and we tried to help him out. But he says here, uh, it's James. They'll never find me. Fuck them. <laughs> so. I don't know if I've bleeped that out again. I don't know. We'll look, see. He seems
1: very clear. He what... seems happy enough. <laughs> I think He's we've done all we can to.
2: Yeah. I think we've done all we can to help.
1: You get look, the... you get a free one. Right, <laughs> everyone's entitled to a free one. But you come at us with that, then that's that's on you.
2: Yeah, look,
1: I I, I
2: appreciate it. I I admire the uh him. The... <laughs> I I admire the uh, the bravery. Of it, i do so. too
1: i think that's very impressive stuff yeah 100%. oh nathan
2: oh wonderful wonderful stuff um yeah that's that's it really
1: that probably is it nathan uh and what i will say uh is thank you very very much for listening uh i don't know if you are aware of this nathan Uh, But if people have enjoyed the show, then they can leave us a little five-star review uh, on the podcast platform of choice. Have we got any to read out this week?
2: Yes, we have, Lawrence. Uh, I'll just pick one out at random here. This one uh, is five stars. It's called Snake Eyes. The best Snake Eyes podcast out there. Five stars. The joke there is that it was a review for the weekly (laughs) podcast. (laughs) I'm back. <laughs> a bloody it! <day.
1: laughs> I forgot about it. <laughs> uh,
2: and then just another one, uh, just at random here. Let me just pick this out. Yep. Uh, oh, what a coincidence! This one is from Jeff Lemon. Uh, ah. It's five stars, and it says, so "Still got it. A wonderful podcast about a 60-year-old show that goes off on various bizarre tangents at the drop of a fez. A must listen for me every week, especially as this review is read out every week. Never stop, and we never will." Or I never will uh, shout out to
1: Yasmin. I never well. started. I don't. I never read this one out. That's true. Yeah, so I will stop. But Nathan will continue. Lawrence,
2: this episode is almost two hours long, so please take us home.
1: It's true. Nathan, people can follow us on Twitter. We are at Still Got Legs uh, Pod for any updates, as well as they are able there to send us in their thoughts. Nathan will post out a little tweet. Uh, and people will be made aware that they can leave a little opinion. You can also email your opinion to us at stillgotlegspodcast at gmail.com. And also we have another podcast, Do Not we, Nathan.
2: We do, Lawrence. It's called Another Happy Pod. It's our pop culture podcast where every week we discuss uh, something in that realm. It could be a movie, TV show, a video game. Right now we're going through the Broadchurch TV show in our crime drama Christmas series. Uh, It's a good bit of fun where we talk about extremely traumatic events. Indeed. So come and join us for that bonanza.
1: Indeed, indeed. Thank you very, very much for listening, one and all. Uh, We will see you next week throughout our adventures in time and space.
2: Goodbye.
1: (laughs)